The things we once lost await us as they long to be found. This is Divine Echoes, where we reclaim our voice, faith, and purpose. And I'm your host, Rendani Chitangano. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the Divine Echoes podcast. I'm your host, Rendani Chitangano. So this is the first episode, but I won't lie. I think I've recorded this three plus times in the span of two months. <laughs> but nonetheless, we are here. And in today's episode, I wanted to share a bit about what inspired the objective of this podcast, which is to help people reclaim their voice, faith and purpose. And I myself am on this journey and what I'm really just doing is imploring others to join me as we rediscover the things that we've lost along the way. So I'm going to start off by briefly introducing myself and then I'm going to share some aspects of my childhood story just to give you guys some context for this particular episode. And then we're just going to let the rest of the episode develop. So let's get into it. So as I've previously mentioned, my name is Rendani Jessica Chitangano. First and foremost, I am a daughter of the living God. I am a follower of Christ. That is my identity. That is who I am. And then in terms of where you can find me and what I do, I am based in Johannesburg, South Africa, and I've been based here ever since birth. I am currently a full-time student studying at the University of the Witzvatersrand. I'm studying politics and international relations. And by the time that this episode comes out, I think I would have three exams left until I complete my undergrad journey. So that's really exciting. And lastly, I am the founder and CEO of a nonprofit company formerly known as Comfort Girls, We are an organization that's aimed towards alleviating the issue of period poverty in South African communities. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do and how we do it, you can find us on Instagram at comfortgirls.campaign, if I'm not mistaken. So that is who I am and what I do. Now moving on to my childhood story. Please note that this is only 0,05% of my childhood story but it's definitely had a significant impact on the person that I would become in my teenagers and now in my adult life. So if I'd have to describe myself in my younger years, I would say that I was very quiet and very reserved and to a certain extent, I'm still the same. And unfortunately, I was a victim of bullying. Now, bullying has a number of effects, especially on a child. But for me personally, the experience of bullying reduced my confidence in my voice. And what's really funny is that I found myself in a group of young girls who were very audacious, who were very opinionated and who were very vocal. And that definitely had a significant impact, a positive impact on my character more especially But it also came with a downside. It was difficult navigating such a space whilst holding the belief that my voice did not hold value or that my voice did not have value. But as the years have gone by, it's definitely gotten better, but the problem still persists. 
And what I've noticed is that in various seasons of my life, the issue manifests itself differently. And more recently, it's affected my academic life. So as I've previously mentioned, I am an international relations and a politics student. And in the lecture room setting, a lot of debate and discussion is encouraged. And this year, I found myself holding back quite a lot. And I can even think of a few instances where I had a contribution to make, but I literally couldn't physically open my mouth. A few months ago, I had a dream that I think perfectly describes my struggle. So in this dream, I found myself in a church setting and the church congregation proceeded to enter into a time of praise and worship. So when I scouted the room, I noticed that there was an open mic on the stage and I had this burning desire to help in leading praise and worship. So I walked towards the open mic that I located on the stage. But before I could get to the mic, a particular individual who has nothing to do with my struggle or even my life grabbed this mic and they grabbed it with malicious intent. When I initially had the dream, I didn't really think much of it. But two weeks later, I kept on hearing a question in my spirit. And I believe that it's a question that was being posed by the Holy Spirit himself. And this is a question that I'm now posing to you. But the question was, who owns your voice? Who owns your voice? Unfortunately, the conclusion that I personally came to is that I did not own my voice and neither did God. But my response to this situation is this journey of reclamation that I spoke about at the beginning of the episode. And if you find yourself in a similar position, I have a word of encouragement for you. So I'm going to focus on three characters in scripture. I'm going to focus on the character of Moses. I'm also going to focus on the character of Queen Esther. And lastly, the character of the prophet Isaiah, starting with Moses. So who exactly was Moses? Moses was born of a Hebrew woman during the time the children of Israel were enslaved by the Egyptians. Now, although Moses was born Hebrew, he was raised up as an Egyptian and was taken care of by Pharaoh's daughter after he had initially been taken care of by his mother. So in Exodus chapter 3, Moses has an encounter with God as the Lord manifests himself as a burning bush before him. So in this encounter, God tells Moses that he has heard the cries of the children of Israel and intends on delivering them from the hand of the Egyptians through Moses himself. And unfortunately, Moses responds by giving God excuses. I think many of us respond to the call of God in this manner. So in Exodus chapter 4 verse 10, this is what he says. Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. I don't necessarily want to focus on the excuses of Moses, but the call of God for him to be a mouthpiece. And my first point is that God wants to use your voice to glorify him. 
it doesn't really matter to what capacity or how he will use it. The point is that if you allow him to, he will use it to advance his divine plan for humanity. Now I'm going to move on to the second character of the discussion, who is Queen Esther, one of my faves. Now, who exactly was Queen Esther? Queen Esther was a Jewish woman who lived during the time Israel was exiled. She particularly lived in Susa, which was the capital of Persia, with a cousin Mordecai. Esther, who is also known as Hadasha, eventually becomes the queen of Persia under the reign of King Xerxes, also known as King Ahasuerus. I think I'm saying it wrong. But anyway, now Haman, who was an official in the court of the Persian Empire under King Xerxes, legalizes a planned mass massacre of the Jewish people, who at the time resided in the different provinces of Persia. So basically what he does is that he sends forth letters to all people living in Persia. And these letters indicated that all Jews present in these provinces, as well as their livestock, would be annihilated on the 13th day of the 12th month. It's important to note that Haman was able to do this because he was promoted in the court of the Persian Empire and given given the king's signet ring. So now we are at a point in the story where Mordecai learns about this and goes to plead with Queen Esther to do something about it. So Mordecai, through a eunuch, tells Esther everything that that has been going on and asks her to plead with the king. Now the problem was that it was unlawful to go into the inner court to the king without being called forth. And the implication of doing this was simply death. (laughs) So Queen Esther makes mention of this. And Mordecai responds with the infamous Esther 4 verse 14, which reads, For if you remain silent, or for if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. I really love this verse. Which brings me to my second point. A cost is incurred when you don't speak up. A cost is incurred when you don't speak up. My friends and I love speaking about obedience. And I think it's because it's an area where we find our struggle. It's an area where we find ourselves struggling the most. But something that keeps on coming up in these conversations is the fact that as people, we are connected and so are our stories. Your obedience to God's instruction and his word, fortunately or unfortunately, affects the next person. Someone else's deliverance, breakthrough and freedom is connected to your obedience to God's instruction and his word. And so I'm going to repeat the second point again. A cost is incurred when you don't speak up. And you can see this in the case of Queen Esther. If she didn't speak up and approach the king, then she wouldn't have been able to prevent a mass massacre of the Jewish people living in the provinces of Persia. Now moving on to the third point, which is that God will give you a new sound. And I'm going to specifically focus on Isaiah chapter 6 to elaborate on this point. So in Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah has this profound vision of the Lord. 
and in response to the holiness and glory of God, he admits that he is a man of unclean lips, surrounded by people with unclean lips. So what happens next is that a seraphim, which is a type of angel, flies towards Isaiah and touches his lips with life call from the elder. And as a result, his sin was atoned for. Now, Isaiah's Isaiah's speech prior to this moment of purification was unclean and it did not glorify the Lord. But in this encounter, he is given a new sound and is qualified through grace to be a messenger of God. So I'm going to repeat the third point again. God will give you a new sound. When I felt the call of God to start this podcast, I presented God with my own excuses, my own set of excuses. And something that I mentioned is that I had nothing to contribute or had nothing to talk about. And God quickly stopped me in my tracks and said, no, you have the gospel to talk about. You have me to talk about. And so once again, God will give you a new sound. He will anoint your voice. And I will even go as far as saying that he will give you the words to say, as he mentioned to Moses. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope that you found it beneficial, if not beneficial. I hope that you just enjoyed listening to the episode. In the next episode, we have a very special guest. I'm really excited for you guys to hear what we have in store for you. Um, But until the next, bye guys. (laughs) 